Hey there, welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. We're so excited that you're here today, especially if you want to jump into becoming a medical professional. That's our topic for today. But first, I want to let you know that you can always hit subscribe on this podcast. We're always updating and constantly posting new episodes about all things finance, investing, and even college admissions as well. Lots of cool tips and tricks. You can also follow us on social media. We're everywhere you are. Just search for The College Investor and check out our website to thecollegeinvestor.com. All right, let's get to this, our medical school admissions guide. So becoming a medical pro is no small feat for sure. Whether you're just beginning your search into medical school or maybe you're looking for a second opinion on information you already have, allow this guide today to, to help you navigate your next steps. I'm going to put it to you straight real quick. The competition to get into medical school is intense, but for good reason. You're daring to endeavor on a seven-year-plus journey to become a health expert. You need to have extreme focus, commitment, and mental fortitude, not to mention deep knowledge of all facets of the human body. You expect the highest level of support and expertise from your doctor, right? So the same will be expected of you. So that's why I've gone ahead and broken down everything you need to know to be prepared for your first year of medical school. From wrapping up your undergrad studies to receiving your first letter of acceptance, this month-by-month approach guides you through two years of medical school preparation. Let's do it. Here's what you need to know. Month-by-month prep. May of your junior year kickstarts the formal application process of med school. However, those who've always known they wanted to end up in a health profession, often begin preparing on day one of freshman year. If that's not you, not to worry. While you'll want to be mindful of how you're setting yourself up for med school admission, you really only need to home in on the process one to two years prior to receiving your bachelor's. The caveat here is that you have to focus on your studies during your freshman and sophomore years, made connections, sought out internship opportunities, and most importantly, kept your GPA high. Entering junior year is truly the time to buckle down on preparing for med school admission. August to December, junior year. Let's take a look. Health profession offices advise students to first identify a target start date for medical school and then build their timeline back from that date. If you plan to enroll in med school immediately following undergrad, your two-year timeline starts right now. This is when you start, should start rather, working with a health profession advisor, if you haven't already, to build a plan and make sure you're on track to meet your goals. You'll want to make sure your class schedule has built in the requisite science and pre-med courses. If not, you might be able to squeeze them in during fall term, but it's kind of better to know that now versus later. This is also the time to start studying, believe it or not, for the Medical College Admission Test, or MCAT for short. The MCAT is offered almost each month of the year, January and March through September, and can be taken up to seven times. Pay attention to the timing of when colleges need your test results and consider testing early enough so that you have time to retest if you need to. January through March, junior year. If you haven't already started studying for the MCAT, this is absolutely the time to do that. MCAT scores are often the first factor reviewed by med schools. Keep in mind, though, that med school applications typically open in May, and it takes at least 30 days for schools to receive your official scores, which means you'll need to take the MCAT no later than March. 
Midway through your junior year is also when you should evaluate your experiences in community research or clinical internships. You absolutely need one or the other. Both is best to demonstrate exposure to the medical field and highlight hands-on experience in the industry. If you can swing it during the school year, a whole lot of clinics do offer ongoing internship opportunities. Otherwise, focus on opportunities available during the summer. But just keep in mind, summer internships are more competitive because, you know, a lot more students have the same idea you do. April through May, junior year. We're still in the junior year. Now is the time to reach out to the people you hope will write a letter of recommendation for you. I strongly recommend reaching out to your recommenders at least one month prior to when your letters are due. Two months is always better. At a minimum, extend them the courtesy of asking if they'll write a letter on your behalf before sharing their name with the official application servicer. Ugh, you don't want them to say no and then say, oh, never mind, application servicer person. But like all graduate programs, medical schools typically ask for two or three letters of recommendation. And you should strive to obtain letters from a variety of recommenders. So, for example, you might reach out to a current or past science professor, a non-science professor, and a supervisor from your clinical internship. Overall, you want to identify the people who can best speak to your character, interests, and work ethic. Taking a look at June through August between junior and senior year, once your application is submitted, it will be reviewed and verified by the university, a process that typically spans several weeks. If you haven't already, if you aren't already familiar with the med school application process, let me just help you out real quick. There are typically two application processes for each school. The primary application is submitted through one of three online application systems, AMCAS, I'm just going to shorten AMCAS, TMDSAS, or AACOMAS, which shares your transcripts, MCAT scores, personal statement, letters of recommendation, and other helpful information about your academic and extracurricular background. Stay with me. I know this is a ton, but schools use this information to run an initial screening of applicants. If a school you apply to is interested in you, they're going to then send you a secondary application to fill out and return. Secondary applications include essay prompts on an array of topics, such as describing a recent leadership role you held or maybe one of your greatest academic achievements. These questions are intended to reveal additional information about you that will be used to identify how well you match the school's program. Which application service is going to be right for you? We break down the MCAS, the TMDSAS, the AACOMAS. We break down all three of those for you to make the best choice at thecollegeinvestor.com right inside this article just to help you out. If I went through it all in a podcast, like it just, I would just be confusing. So check out the chart at thecollegeinvestor.com. Now let's move on to your senior year, September through May. Regardless of which application service you use, just be sure to submit your documents in a timely manner. This goes for returning any secondary applications, too, because you'll start to hear back from schools about applicant interviews as early as the fall term. Schools will begin sharing their admissions decisions in late fall, and because many schools admit on a rolling basis, this process will continue until the following spring. Keep in mind that schools have many applications and materials to short sort through, so patience is going to be key here. The interesting thing about med school admissions is that you can actually accept more than one offer, but only until May. Soon enough, 
You'll near the April 30th cutoff date for formally choosing the school you'll attend. I repeat, applicants must formally choose their school by April 30th. Once you officially accept an offer on AMCAS or AMCAS, all other offers will be withdrawn. After this point, schools will begin accepting students on their wait lists. If you already have your acceptance in hand, now is the time to prepare for the start of your first year of med school. But don't skip the celebration. Come on. It's been a long and rigorous process, and you came out on the other side all the better for it. Go celebrate. Let's talk about putting it all together. So for the visual learners, we do have an overview of the timeline that we talked about today and more resources for you at thecollegeinvestor.com. And as you have heard, preparing for med school is easily a two-year affair. But by following this guide, breaking the process into bite-sized pieces, creating a timeline that works for you, and staying persistent throughout the process, you'll be well on your way to your first year of med school. And by the way, if it helps, just so you know, you might want to surround yourself with peers who have the same goals and limit distractions outside of your studies. They're going to help just help keep each other accountable. And that is our podcast for today. We also have a ton of resources for you all about med school admissions and the whole process and even the tests, the different tests you can take too in the MCAT. It's all at thecollegeinvestor.com. All there for you. Just type in medical school and you'll see all the plethora of articles we have. Thanks so much for stopping by today and we will talk to you again real soon.